Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Faith Awakens. This is episode 11 on May 11th for our podcast. How about that? Um, And, of course, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. Megan Grady. How are you doing, Father Tom? Doing great. Doing great. And this week we have with us also Tammy Norcross-Reitzler, who works with me here in Campus Ministry. And so, Tammy, say hello and introduce yourself. Hello. It's welcome to fun to join you today. Glad you can be with us. So yeah. we'll talk a little bit today about some campus ministry things from your perspective and how things went at the end of this school year. And yeah, I should mention, too, uh, this is our first episode um, in uh, the summer edition of this podcast, even though it is still technically spring, summer's around the corner, and school is out here, at least at St. Ambrose University, uh, with commencement having been or would have been this last uh, Saturday. So yeah, we're we're kind of in, in the summer session already, which is crazy. So Time flies. Good. Um, So I definitely want to get to Tammy here and and ask her some questions, Um, but I wanted to report back on a couple of things that we talked about in last week's edition of the podcast. I had said that I had started to watch through episodes one, two, and three of the Star Wars movies, and I had indeed. And um, my verdict uh, on those, not surprisingly, is I still don't like them. I especially do not like Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. And if there's anybody complaining about the most recent movies that come out, they need to go back and watch that movie and realize that, um, you know, The Last Jedi was basically robbed of an Oscar compared to um, compared to Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. It is awful. Awful. <laughs> terrible writing, terrible acting for the most part, except for some fun action sequences. It's I don't need to see it ever again. And I mean that ever again. Um, episode one was, uh, I'd say episode three, uh, Re- Revenge of the Sith, is definitely the best of the three. And I have to say, uh, watching episode three, Revenge of the Sith, paired with alongside right now the last four episodes of The Clone Wars is an excellent way to do that because you see two sides of the same event that's happening um, and so that is a great pairing. I have to recommend highly for everybody. So that's right. that's my little Tammy, nerd. anything to comment on that? Tammy, you got I anything? have no comment about Star Wars. <laughs> I played uh, in marching band in high school. We played the Star Wars theme song in our marching band. That's about the extent of my experience. I, I mean, I watched them, you know, they came out, I don't know which episodes, <laughs> when I was in high school. Four, five, and six, likely. Okay. Yes. <laughs> The original trilogy. Yeah. John Williams' music is still great. The, the yeah, music holds up in good. all of them. I will say the music in all of them is excellent. I agree. And that's all John Williams, so God bless him. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I have to report, uh, I just feel like, you know, I should be accountable to you both. And um, I have become a slave to technology, at least in terms of my fitness watch. So I have this fancy fitness watch, uh, which I like for like when I go on runs, it'll tell me how far I ran. And it'll, so basically I'm like looking at it, especially it'll beep at me every mile. And then I'll like yeah. kind of look at it like, okay, when can I stop this stupid run? Um, and as soon as I hit like 3.1, if I'm just running 5k, then I stop period. Um, but because I've been probably exercising more during this time and going on more runs and stuff like that, like every day it kind of keeps upping my step level, like what it expects for me to get for my steps. 
So last night, I kid you not, I was doing laps around my kitchen table at the house to try to get to my new goal for the day because I wanted to make my goal. I wanted to make my step goal for the day. What is your goal? Well, it's like up over 12,000 now. Oh, my. It's it's up there. So, (laughs) But if you're running, I've been pretty much running not every day, but every other day. And in the off days, usually going for a walk, like in the evening or something, you know. So it pushes it up there pretty quick. And then the the app for this uh, watch that I have has, like, these badges that you can earn. And so I went through and I looked at all of the unearned badges. I'm like, oh, I should be able to get that. Oh, I should be able to get that. Oh, I should be able to get that. And so all I'm thinking about now is, like, oh, I wonder when I can get that next badge earned. I mean, it's <laughs> it's brilliant. What I mean, it's getting me it? exercising. It's a, it's, a, it's a Garmin, a Garmin Forerunner. Okay, I'm Garmin. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's a good watch, but at some point, I'm just going to have to say no, because if I follow this badge program, it's going to be having me running these super marathons, and I have zero interest in doing that. Well, as a person that runs literally every day, like, and for long periods of time, I have a Garmin, too, and my watch will just yell at me to move at random points during the day. I'm like, no, I already already moved. Like, I already maxed that out. Like, stop telling me to move. I want to sit down, so yeah. I don't know how you can run around kitchen your kitchen table. I thought that was funny, but I was so close. That's the thing. As like, if I were thousands of steps off, I would have said, "Oh, dang, I didn't make my step goal." But I was like within a few hundred, so I'm like, "Okay, I'm just gonna walk around the house until I <laughs> until it says goal met." Uh, oh my so god, that's funny. I, yeah, I do like the uh, sleep function thing on it, Tammy. I know you wear like a Fitbit or a fitness yeah. watch of some sort too, and it'll tell you how good a sleep you got. And that is kind of cool to see and to track a little bit. So do you like that function on your watch? I do. In fact, I was pretty excited over the weekend. I was in my camping in my camper, and I had excellent sleep. Uh, what night was that? Saturday night. So I was pretty excited. I thought I should go sleep in my camper more often. All that fresh air and yeah. relaxing, and there you go. Yeah, so it tells me how much time I sleep, how much REM sleep, deep sleep and light sleep and how much time awake. So I'm not very good. I Sometimes I only get like six hours of sleep, so that's kind of poor. But if I – so I shoot for seven. But I think on Imagine Saturday night – Imagine if these fitness watches did like they do with the step goal and said, great, you slept seven hours last night. Now try for seven hours and 15 right. minutes today. <laughs> or And then pretty soon it would be like, oh, you only slept for 20 hours today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it it is handy technology. I have to, I had not worn any watch for a very very long time because I never liked the feeling of something on my wrist. So I had to get used to this um, again. But now yeah, you get used to everything. Megan, what's going on in your life? Well, I finished finals, so that was Good. nice. Um, I had a pretty light load. I mostly just had papers due. Um, one was a 12 page paper, um, and that took, uh, longer, uh, than I wanted it to. I spent like three days on it. Um, but I just got an email today that I got a good grade on that. That, uh, was nice. And then I also had to do, um, my prospectus for, um, my capstone class and that was pretty tough, but got that, got that done too. And I think I got, did pretty well on that. So it was a good ending to this hectic semester. <laughs> I yeah. Like, I just wanted to be done. I just want to close the book yep. on the 
spring semester 2020, but it was yep. good. How'd your piano final go? Um, I got good grades on it, better than I deserved, frankly, in my opinion, but they were being very kind and generous. Um, I, I think I told you about the nerve-wracking process of trying to film that all in one shot, which is, yeah. like I say, very difficult for my perfectionist tendencies, but we got through it. So, um, yeah, my one final went fine. Um, I'm actually still in the midst of grading some papers for a class that I taught this semester for our deconformation program for the diocese. So I got to get that done because grades are due tomorrow at noon, but I'm getting there. So uh, once I have that done, then I'll be able to feel like I can kind of put things to rest for the semester other than all of the planning for what happens next. So, yeah. so Tammy, um, first of all, a belated uh, happy Mother's Day. Yesterday was Mother's Day. So Thank you. Um, and uh, I know it was not uh, a typical Mother's Day for you. So uh, <laughs> how was that with the family or lack thereof? Yeah, well, I um, I heard from all four of my kids, so that was nice. Um, we had, I'm a little embarrassed to say, we had set the time to have a Google Hangout chat at 7 p.m., and I was actually, I mentioned I'd been camping, um, and my parents were camping, too, out at the farm where I grew up. And so I was talking with my mom, and all of a sudden realized it was 7.30. So I missed my appointment to have the Google chat with my other with my children. Um, but I called in, and they were chatting with each other, wondering where I was. So <laughs> Absentee mom on Mother's I know. Day. They said, Google chat, hang out with mom. Where is mom? So, um, but, so we had a nice visit on the phone and they, um, they got me a gift certificate for some wine. So I, it actually looked like junk email, so I hadn't noticed it. So they, I had to search for it in my Gmail, but I found it and you take a little quiz and it tells you what kind of wine you might like. Like it asked questions like, how do you like your coffee? And are you adventurous in your tastes? And So I answered these questions, and then it picked out four kinds of wine to be sent. So that'll be kind Wait of Wait a second. I'm getting here that you didn't show up for the call, <laughs> and you threw away their gift. I know. <laughs> I think they wondered why I hadn't said anything about it. <laughs> it's like, it looked like junk mail. It looked like a junk email. Yeah. So anyway, but then I was teasing them because it, I think it's like a wine club. And Ooh. so you could do like monthly, like get four bottles a month. So I I said, do, are you sending me four bottles every month? Like, it didn't ask for my credit card or anything, so I'm thinking I'll get it every month. But Does they your said, Fitbit no, I just... track how much wine you consume? You yeah. Know, like, oh, you're up to two bottles a month. Yeah. But they said, no, this was a one-time deal. I got four bottles. <laughs> one-time deal. Still, so, yeah, so nice. that was nice. Yeah, and I got some flowers, and so it was, it was good. Good. It was fun. And I really appreciated, um, since I, my husband Chuck and I helped uh, with the live radio mass on Sunday when Father Tom did the blessing for the moms um, on the radio, I got a little teary-eyed and said I felt like the blessing was just for me. <laughs> so you were representing mom in the all room. moms there, yes. <laughs> yeah, so that was really nice. That was special. Yeah. So, Megan, what did your family do for Mother's Day? Did you... Uh... Did you remember to observe that day? And yes, I remember good. to observe that day. <laughs> we, uh, like a good daughter. Like a yes, like a good daughter. And I didn't get the gift like the week of or the day before, so I thought that was good. 
Um, we got her a gift card to like, um, we have one of those, she has one of those Peloton bikes. And as you see the commercials, they've kind of been made fun of, um, uh, that commercial that was out a couple months ago, but she uses that every day. Um, and they have like a clothing, like cool, like athletic clothing. So we got her a gift card to that. Um, and, uh, she requested that we, uh, watch a movie as a family. So we did that last night, watched a movie downstairs. Um, so yeah, it was, it was simple, but it was, it was a lot of fun. We were all together. So thankful for that. Thankful for her. Cause, uh, I'm pretty sure my life would not run without her. So I told her that multiple times yesterday. So <laughs> yeah. it was good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, I, I did get a, a text from one of my sons in the morning and it made me kind of tear up too. So I guess I was a little emotional, <laughs> but, yeah. it, but, and it's not probably not the first time that I wasn't with my kids on mother's day, but um, when they were younger, we always seemed to have soccer games on Mother's Day. So I never could see my mom. So the nice part was I did get to see my mom, too. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, this last weekend, Saturday, would have also been commencement here, as we noted. And, of course, it was a beautiful day just to make it sting extra um, that we weren't having yeah. commencement. Um, I wish I kind of wish the weather we had on Sunday would have been there for Saturday just because then it would have felt like, oh, well, it's kind of a crummy day anyhow. But then you wouldn't have had a nice camping experience out at the farm. But, right, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was very – It was I was around campus, and it was just odd. It was just really strange. And there were a few people I could see with their families that were here on campus and um, trying to get pictures with their gowns flowing in the wind <laughs> um, mm-hmm. in different backgrounds and stuff like that. Graduates that must live a little bit more locally, obviously. But So, Tammy, from your perspective, and I know we've talked a lot about this as campus ministry staff, of course, but uh, just kind of share a little bit, like, what has this last couple of months been like for you as a campus minister? And, and um, yeah, looking ahead to the future, what are you, uh, what are you fearful of, excited about, et cetera? Yeah, well, it you know it certainly was strange. I think not to get to say goodbye to the students. I felt um, I think when I first came here six years ago, having to say goodbye, you know, every year at this time was kind of hard. Like I felt almost like there wasn't ever you never knew when the last time you were going to see a student. Like so, you'd always kind of hang on that there'd be one more chance to give them a hug and say goodbye and and so. But this year was really odd to not have that chance. Um, at all, and to really miss out on a lot of those important traditions, you know, the we usually did that appreciation, like cookout with campus ministry kids, and um, the mass on the Saturday of uh, morning of graduation was always really special to students that usually, um, you know, when we get to see them with their families and all of that, um, so I really missed that, and then I kind of selfishly, honestly, um, most years I try to help at graduation, um, just with the lining up of the students, because then it gives me that one more chance, you know, to to wish them well. So um, it was odd Saturday to know it was graduation day, and and it I I did find myself on Facebook a lot or social media, kind of looking to see, you know, pictures that students posted or their families and stuff. Um, and I thought a lot of the different departments, you know, tried to do things to highlight their graduates and, um, you know, which are things we hadn't done in the past, I don't think. So I think that's kind of cool that they, the students could share those. We did some of that in campus ministry with a little video that we put together 
um, that some of the seniors shared memories and um, and with our award winners and that kind of stuff. But so hopefully, I think I'm hoping that we'll do those things in the future, even when we have in-person graduation. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, just that I think yeah, that lack of closure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's um. You know, it's interesting, too. I think we always kind of hope, we always, you know, whether it's a retreat we've been on or some program we've taken part in or some, even a four-year experience in college or something like that, I think all of us kind of have the best intentions that, oh, I'm sure I'll keep in touch with these people. I'm sure that I'll see them again because they meant so much to me. And the reality is in life that doesn't always happen. People go different places. They meet new friends. They start doing different things. They start running in different circles. And so, when you start thinking about the fact that, yeah, some of these seniors I might not see again, or at least not for a very long time, right. or um, will I remember their name in 10 years when they, <laughs> they do come back and say, hey, I you remember me, brother? you know, it's hard. Um, yeah. That is really hard. So, um, and I, I mean, I know, like, when I graduated here, my situation was very different because I was going far away for school. So, like, there was, like, this natural break, like, it was, like, cut off for a while, and then coming back, and 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 that was in a way, and it it was good uh, in the sense that it kind of created a clean transition, but it was also awkward to come back, um, and so much had changed, you know. And it's hard for these students too to go on to grad school or go on to work somewhere, and then, you know, at some point maybe they will come back on campus, and there will be people here they don't know, and their friends will not be maybe as uh, eager to come back. And it's it's hard. We have a really good alumni network. We have a really good kind of um, group of alumni across the country and across the world, in fact. But it's just impossible to reconnect as perfectly as you would yeah. like. So that's why I think, like, that's like heaven will be, like, this great reconnecting point. Like, oh, yeah, there's that person that, <laughs> you know, I hadn't seen or thought of in a long time, but who did have an impact on me or – um, was just a beautiful soul in some way, and now I get to reconnect with them. But and of yeah. course, we'll remember their names in heaven, right? Oh yeah, because okay. everybody will have like a giant name tag. You know, <laughs> hello, my name Good. is. <laughs> I would be. I would feel bad if I didn't remember their names in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. If you are in heaven and you don't remember anybody's name, you might not be in heaven. That yeah. might actually Ooh, be like a like a twisted form of purgatory or worse. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my goodness, yeah. So just watch out for that. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, I have a nightmare about that. <laughs> Megan, I did. I did think. Gosh, I'm glad you're only a junior, and so that you'll come back because it would have been hard. It would have been really hard. Like, oh, yeah. Megan Grady's gone. Was, She's yeah. just gone. <laughs> I've often, I've like, so I've like, I think this is a blessing of and a curse that I have. I'm, like, really good at putting, like, other people's, ex- like, shoes and experiences. And I put myself, every time I put myself in a graduating senior's, like, shoes, especially all of my friends, I, like, want to vomit and cry at the same time. Like, it is so, like, heart-wrenching, like, just to just have that be cut off. Um, but I'm I'm so glad I'm I'm a junior. Like, I've never been more happy that, like, I didn't want to graduate early or anything. So um, I'll be back in whatever form the semester brings. I'll be back. So. <laughs> yep. Usually it's such an exciting time too. Like, even though we're always, we're always sad to say goodbye a little bit, but 
I, I love hearing what their dreams are, you know, like if they're going to grad school, I get all excited for them or if they're, you know, have a job already lined up or um, taking a gap year, whatever it is, it's always, I'm always yeah. asking and they're, you know, and so, so many of them, you know, clear back in March, still maybe didn't even know their next steps or all of that got kind of tossed up in the air too. So um, I think that's part of the sadness is kind of not knowing you know, what their next steps are. Yeah. And I think the big thing is closure. Like, mm-hmm. I just think, like, everyone, obviously, it's not possible for everyone to tie up their time here with, like, a big bow, but, like, some sort of ribbon, some yeah. twine or something, like, some sort of makeshift ending or just literally an ending, like, yeah. period. Like, having an ending, not like a, it's like the, the they stopped writing the book in the middle of it, you know? Right. So makes me sad well and I think we have a staff like this sense of pride too like I I feel like bursting you know I'm bursting with pride for each of the graduates and their accomplishments and their you know getting accepted into schools and all that kind of stuff so it's like this mom pride you know that we had a small piece of it and um and just so proud of you know all of our graduates so I think that you know to be able to tell them that and is is kind of cool too. So we kind of you know just feel like that. I think hopefully they know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I get that because I see I see their names like on the screen or whatever that they had, and I'm like, ah, oh, you like you don't even know what that person has been through. Like they've gone through so many things. Like yeah, they've accomplished so much, and then here they're just a name on. A, it just looks like they're just a name on the screen, but they're just so much more than that. So yeah, exactly. Oh, it makes and me sad when you know part of their story and part. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other odd feelings of the end of the semester for me has been normally by this point, we're kind of so harried and frazzled and it's like we it's very kind of hectic pace end of the year wrapping things up. It's not exactly goodbye, good riddance, but you're you have reached a point where you're at least like I'm ready for this semester to be done, like put it away. And there's not like there's not that feeling, which I guess is good in a way, but there's also I don't know. I, I there's no, well, yeah, there's no closure, I guess, to it. Normally you can feel like, okay, good work, everybody, hard work, everything wrapped up. We got through it all. We did all this crazy stuff, but we did it, and now we can we can put it to bed, and there's not that feeling at all. So, well, yeah. And especially, I think, yeah. Oh, I think part of that, too, is that we also, you know, we get through, like, kind of that. It's a busy time at the end of the semester for the students and for us because we have all those celebrations and you know, um, special events and all that. But then um, then we kind of take a breather. You know, a lot of times I've gone on vacation this week, actually, like right after graduation. And then, yeah. and then we're ready to, you know, hit it hard and get ready for fall. And there's still so much unknown about yeah. the fall that I feel like um, we're still almost like this limbo feeling that, you know, we want to prepare. We That's what we use this time for, to prepare, but we have to kind of prepare for different scenarios because we don't know exactly what everything's going to look like. Yeah, I think this is, it's going to be really interesting to see how, and it's not, of course, just St. Ambrose University or just um, our country or our diocese, but I mean, the the church is going to be profoundly impacted by this event. And the way that we go back, not only will it be gradual, but 
um, it won't look the same um, or nearly the same probably for a while is my hunch. Um, You know, and that's not to say that we won't be able to have public masses hopefully sooner than later, but even those public masses are going to look very different. And we've been getting some indication of what directives might be coming from the diocese and and things like that. So it's going to look very different. But I also think, you know, I was thinking, I was writing to someone today in an email that that first truly like public mass back, even if it's 10 people sitting eight feet apart wearing masks, will feel like Christmas to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, because um, I'm just missing that and longing for that. And, and of course, a lot of people have been coming to me saying, why can't we have public mass? And I try to explain the reasons why, and they kind of know they should know. Um, but it's also this kind of like idea like, oh, like we don't want to do this. We definitely want to do this. Right. And the moment that we can, we will, believe you me. Um so, uh, well, and you know, I'm I've still been working with students that have been preparing for the sacraments and um, yeah. confirmation and reception into the church, and and so I still meet with them weekly, and I keep assuring them like everybody is anxious to get to, to be able to receive communion again, and yeah. um, just like they're waiting to receive for the first time. So, yeah, um, yeah there's a, there's a hopefully I think that hunger and longing longing will be a positive thing. We'll appreciate it more. Megan, now that you are officially done with the semester, what are you doing with yourself? Oh, um, so it's so weird because I feel like everyone, I feel like everyone goes through this regardless if you're faculty or staff and or students, um, you like the first day you're off, you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to do all this stuff. And then you're like, wait a second. I don't have to do any of that because I'm on summer break. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I am taking a summer class. Um, I'm only taking one. I figured, you know, why not? Because I don't think I'm going anywhere these next uh, month or two. Yeah. So um, I'm taking an th- online theology class with Lisa Powell. So I'm really excited about that. I love uh, working with her. Um, but otherwise, I've, I ran uh, in the morning which I uh, haven't been able to do mostly because I'm lazy and also because I feel like I'm too tired after I run in the morning and then I would not get anything done. I just want to nap. So um, I've been trying to do that. And um, uh, my mom has a long list of chores that I have to do. So uh, I'm happy to do those um, because uh, what else am I going to do? I love your mom. (laughs) Yeah, right? Good for her. (laughs) That's right. I like watering. Yeah, I like watering the plants, so that's on the list. I did that this morning, so, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Well, we probably better wrap it up, but, um, Tammy, thank you for being on uh, this uh, episode of The Faith Awakens, and Meg, as always, thanks for your for your good co-hosting, and um, we'll keep the conversation going. We plan to keep doing this uh, I, well, yeah, I think we'll just keep doing it. Um, yeah. This is good. Good news, too. We're we're no longer just on SoundCloud, which was not a problem. That was nice that we were there, too. But uh, now you can listen to us on Spotify and iTunes and some of those other things. So that's cool. So other people can find us in other ways. I don't know how we track numbers on those things. But um, still, um, hundreds of people that have listened to us. <laughs> so, yes. yeah. In go the, leave a review on on Apple Podcasts. I think you can do that. So go leave us a good review. Okay. Um, tell us how much you love Father Tom. Yeah. I'll go on there and leave a review just saying that. I'll just write paragraph <laughs> and paragraph. 
but yeah, thank you, Tammy, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I it was it was fun. Good deal. <laughs> all right, all the best to everybody. And Megan, I'll let you take us home. All right, may the faith be with you. And with your spirit. Bye-bye, right, everybody. Bye, everybody.